Hello and welcome to Bill Stern's Sports Newsreel from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. With a Colgate shaved cream sports newsreel. Bill Stern, the Colgate shaved cream man, is on the air. Bill Stern, the Colgate shaved cream man, with stories rare. Take his advice and you'll look keen. You'll get a shave that's smooth and clean. You'll be a Colgate priceless fan. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Stern bringing you the three and a edition of the Colgate Cream Sports Newsreel, featuring strange and fantastic stories. Some legends, some hearsay, but also interesting. We'd like to pass along to you. Our guest tonight is one of America's most famous singing stars, Perry Como. But before we bring you Perry Como in person, here is Real One. For two successive years, Gene Sarazen won the Professional Golfers' Championship. Ten years later, he came back to win it again. This afternoon, in this year's Professional Championships, Gene Sarazen beat Sammy Sneed. Sarazen's among the all-time greats of golf. And Gene Sarazen, the golf champion, says that Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions, is a great shaving cream. For here's what Gene recently wrote me. Dear Bill, I suppose there are men who still believe they've got to use a heavy, greasy shave cream to get results. Not me, though. I use Colgate Brushless shave cream. As you say, it's light and it's fluffy, and that suits me to a T. It works wonders even on my tough whiskers. Colgate Brushless Shave Cream is easy to spread and really does a job. Then, as you say, at the finish, it rinses off. I get as much satisfaction from my daily Colgate Brushless Shave as I do sinking a long putt. So keep on telling the world, Bill, that Colgate Brushless is a great shave cream. Regards, Dean Sarazen. Men, the shave cream that Sarazen praises so highly, Colgate Brushless, is the shave cream of champions. It's light and it's right. It's right for tough whiskers and tender skin. Being light and fluffy, Colgate Brushless spreads easier, quicker. Then, Colgate Brushless is moist and active, stays on the job. Let your whiskers stand up so your razor cuts through, doesn't glide over them. With Colgate Brushless, you enjoy a close, clean, comfortable shave. No pulling, no snagging, no smarter sting. Finally, because it's not greasy or heavy, Colgate Brushless Shave Cream rinses off your razor and skin in a flash. Look, men, look, if Colgate Brushless isn't all I say, you don't stand to lose a cent. Because after a trial, just send the top of the carton back to me, Bill Stern, Kara Colgate, Jersey City Zone 2, New Jersey, and I'll see that you get double your money back. Now, is that a deal? Then ask for Colgate Brushless Shave Cream Chickens tonight. It's light and it's right. You, portrait of a strange sports story. This is a story just come into the headlines, and yet it happened in France during the dark days of the war. It all began on the day that the Germans entered Paris. No sooner did the Germans enter Paris than they immediately started rounding up all the French sports heroes. The Germans wanted these French sports celebrities. They wanted these sports celebrities to perform for them. And soon, most of the sports heroes in France had been captured by the Germans. But there was one sports celebrity in France that the Germans couldn't seem to catch. A sports figure named Monsieur Dubois. They looked everywhere in Paris for Monsieur Dubois, but they couldn't find him. And the reason they couldn't find him was that he'd gone into hiding. The French people didn't want the Germans to find him. Monsieur Dubois was well hidden. After two weeks of searching, the Germans decided they were going to need help in finding Monsieur Dubois. And so they posted his pictures all over Paris. They offered a reward for anybody who might give them any information as to his whereabouts. And they did get a tip as to where Monsieur Dubois was hiding. They were told that he was hiding in a house on a certain street. Immediately, the Germans surrounded that house. And as a German sergeant went up to the front door, he began banging on it. Open the door, Chanel, open! Who is it, and what do you want? This is the Gestapo. We have come for Monsieur Dubois. 
Monsieur Dubois? I do not know anybody by that name. Who is he? There must be some mistake. There's nobody here by that name. The Germans were furious. New orders were sent out immediately. Monsieur Dubois must be found. Get him dead or alive. But get him. Three weeks went by. Three weeks in which the Germans searched all over Paris. But still they couldn't find him. Then came another mysterious tip. This tip told the Germans that Monsieur Dubois was being hidden by some friends in a barn on the outskirts of Paris. Immediately, the Germans surrounded that barn, and they set it on fire. They burnt that barn right down to the ground. Nothing could have gotten out of that barn alive. At last, they thought, we've killed Monsieur Dubois. But Monsieur Dubois was still alive. He'd never been in that barn. When the Germans found out that he was still alive, they determined that somehow, way, they had to get him. One day, the Germans were presented with a golden opportunity when, quite by chance, two German soldiers who were off-duty recognized him in a country town just outside of Paris. Because the German soldiers were off-duty, they were unarmed. Even though they shouted for him to stop, as soon as Monsieur Dubois knew he was about to be caught, he took to his heels and fled. And since he could run faster than the Germans, he got away. The last time the Germans had a chance to capture Monsieur Dubois was just before the war ended. Once again, they saw him. This time, they took a shot at him. But fortunately, that shot missed. And so, when the war was finally over, he was still alive. And that's the story of a French sports celebrity, a French celebrity named Monsieur Dubois, who the Germans tried very hard to capture. They had four chances to get him, and they missed on all four times. Last week, Monsieur Dubois came back into the headlines, back to the headlines on every sport page in the world. For you see, Monsieur Dubois, is a horse, the most valuable racehorse in France. And last week, this horse that was called Monsieur Dubois all through the war to hide him from the Germans ran under his real name, Pearl Diver. And as Pearl Diver, he won the biggest race in the world, the English Derby. Portrait of the strange story behind a great racehorse. Real three. Colgate's camera close-up of Perry Como. Star of the Chesterfield Supper Club, Perry Como sung his way into the hearts of America. At the moment, Perry is starring on Broadway. And in order that you may hear him in person, we switch you from where I'm standing in Radio City. The next voice you hear will be America's famous singer, Perry Como, speaking from his dressing room backstage at the New York Paramount Theater. Thank you very much, Bill. You know, my favorite sport is golf. I play it whenever I can. I'll admit I'm not a great golfer, but I have an awful lot of fun. And, Bill, speaking of sports, tomorrow they're going to row the annual Poughkeepsie Regatta. And what a crew race this year's classic should be. Which reminds me that the first Poughkeepsie Regatta many years ago almost ended in a riot. That was back in 1865 when a crew raced a crew from Poughkeepsie. These weren't college crews. These were crews backed by professional gamblers. Gamblers who overran Poughkeepsie pickpockets, racetrack touts, hoodlums, who backed the Brooklyn crew by betting $100,000 on the race. However, the race ended in a foul, and nobody knew who had won. It was then that the peaceful town of Poughkeepsie became the wildest and most dangerous city in America, as these hoodlums, who had come down to bet on the race, broke into homes, robbed and attacked men and women on the streets. It got so bad that William Stevens, Poughkeepsie's leading oarsman, killed a man in the fight and was killed himself the next day. Those two deaths sobered the town, and soon the gangsters disappeared, leaving Poughkeepsie in shambles. So tomorrow afternoon, as they row this year's Poughkeepsie's regatta, 
Just remember that this city, which is now famous for crew racing, was once almost destroyed by the same sport. This is Perry Como returning you to Bill's urn. And... Thanks so much. Good luck and good night, Perry Como. Real four. Next Monday in Los Angeles, Frank Sinatra is staging a great prize fight between Joey Maxim and Jersey Joe Wilkett, two boys of championship caliber. It should be a great fight, but speaking of champions, listen. Colgate Brushless is the shade cream of champions because it's light and fluffy. Not greasy, not heavy, but light and right. Easy to spread, easy to shave with, and the tougher your whiskers, the better you like Colgate Brushless shave cream. But Colgate Brushless holds your whiskers up so your razor glides through, not over them. No snagging or pulling. This light, fluffy cream keeps moist and active clear through your shave. And then, then rinses off your face and razor in a flash. It leaves your face smooth, your skin refreshed, your morning disposition swell. Colgate Brushless Shave Cream is available in tubes and jars. When you buy shave cream, ask for Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions. And now, back to Bill Stern. Real fine. Portrait of a man. This is a story that ended 10 years ago. However, this story began 13 years ago in Boston. The scene was in front of a Boston bank. It was early in the morning. Four men were silently trying to break into that bank for a bank robbery. Okay, boys, I got the door open. Now, give me that light. Come on, here we go. Which way is the vault? Over here. Follow me. Careful. There's a burglar alarm on the vault. Oh, I kicked her. Come on, scram, everybody. The cops will be here in a minute. Hurry up, out this door, quick. All, all of the whoever's inside, stand still where you are, old you. The gun is covered. Let's make a break for it. I'm going to start shooting when I open up. You guys get going. The car's waiting. That was a bank robbery, a bank robbery in Boston in which three of the robbers were killed, and the fourth was sent to jail for life. But I wonder if the police know there was a man that night, a fifth man who started out with the bank robbers, but who wasn't caught. He wasn't caught because he wasn't there. The story of that fifth man is our story tonight, and that story begins exactly one day before the bank robbery took place. The four bank robbers were sitting in a New York restaurant talking when a former prizefighter who was all washed up joined the four hold-up men. Hello, Jim. Hey, sit down for a while. Hello, you guys. What are you four up to? Oh, not much. Say, uh, how'd you like to pick up some extra dough? Fine, I sure could use it, but nothing underhand. Oh, stop worrying, Jim. All we want you to do is drive us four guys up to Boston. Be the driver of our car. We just like your company. And so that ex-prize fighter did agree to drive those four bank robbers, not knowing that they were going to hold up a bank. But halfway to Boston, he realized that something was wrong. And as they stopped at a filling station for gas, the ex-prize fighter... Hello, Joe. This is Jim. I'm driving four mugs to Boston. Something's wrong. I'll say something's wrong. Listen, you. Those four babies you're with are the four toughest safe floors in the United States. I came looking for you tonight to tell you I got you a fight next month. When I get to the restaurant, they tell me you drove off with those four mugs. Now, get out of there and get out of there quick. Okay, okay, Joe, I'm leaving. I'll duck out the back door. And so that ex-fighter, that fighter who was all washed up, did come back to New York City. Well, the rest of this story is quickly told. 
It's the story of a fighter who everybody thought was washed up, fighting his way back step by step, until in one year's time, he'd gone from the relief rolls to the heavyweight championship of the world. And that fighter who came up from the relief rolls to the heavyweight championship of the world, that fighter who actually did drive those four bank robbers halfway to the Boston murders, was the former heavyweight champion of the world, James J. Braddock. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is in person. The former heavyweight champion of the world, Jimmy Braddock. Thank you, Bill. That experience of mine taught me a great lesson. It showed me how easy it is for a young man to get mixed up in the wrong company. I did, and if I did, it can happen to anybody. That's why there's so much juvenile delinquency in this country. Listen, you guys, the next time somebody offers you easy money, just remember my story. I was lucky. You may not be. Thank you so much, Jimmy Braddock. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the 3-0 mark for tonight. We'll be back next Friday evening, same time, same station, when our guest will be one of the stars of the Academy Award-winning picture, The Best Years of Our Lives, Harold Russell. So be sure and be with us next Friday evening, same time, same station, when we bring you as our special guest, the winner of two Academy Awards this year, Harold Russell. See you then. Until then, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the News of the Day newsreel, at your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theaters. Now, until Monday night at this very same time, this is Bill Stern wishing you all a good, good night. Bill Stern, the corker shaped man, is on his way. Bill Stern, the corker shaped man, has lots to say. He taught his forty rows the inside dope, he really goes to listen in next Friday night. C-O-L-G-A-T-E. Say, Mrs. America, as you know, there's still a critical shortage of fat. Fats to make soap. So save and sell every ounce of used kitchen fat you can. And remember, Mrs. America, your butcher pays you more now than ever before. So don't waste waste fat. Fill a tin and turn it in. Perry Como appeared on this program courtesy of the New York Paramount Theater and his sponsor, Chesterfield Cigarettes. The Bill Stern Show tonight came from New York City. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.